Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. want to begin today by wishing everybody a belated Indigenous Peoples Day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's good. You notice good. I did not say Columbus Day. I, you can was, go back I was like, and. Where uh, is he going with this? <laughs> you can go back and listen to the other other episodes around Columbus Day to to figure out why I did not do that. But um, um, yes, Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. I saw a sign just for the record. I saw a sign the other day. It was one of the local schools. It was like, "Hey, schools will be out for Columbus Day or whatever." And I was like, Kenny about to be mad. Mad. He going to be mad. Hot. Everybody else celebrating <laughs> school's out. Kenny's mad. It's like, man, so, you want a day off? Just take the day off. You got to call it Columbus Day. <laughs> call it anything call else it you anything want. Call it anything else but Columbus Day. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yes. But we're not talking about Columbus today. I just had to get that in there because my love for Columbus. Yes. Uh, but we're actually going to do another episode in our What About questions, responses that people give when we're talking about issues of uh, justice, racial justice, um, discrimination, things that happen today. And so today we are considering the question, the response, what about black slave owners? Yes. So Brother William, when when do we see this question come up? Yeah, I I mean, I see it most often, I guess, with... um, Anytime there's like a social media post or something like that that's talking about the the ugliness of slavery in America. Yeah. One one of the things that always seems to be brought up in the comments is, well, what about you know um, black slave owners? You right. Know? Now, particularly normal normally the ones that I see are talking about, hey, there were African slave owners. They they put their people right. Africans picked their people and put them in you know made them slaves. And then they sold them, you know, into yeah. the European slave market or whatever. So, and so I see it, I see it brought up a lot in right. those types of discussions. Yes. So, I mean, I are there other places that maybe you see it? I mean, I'm sure there are. Right. But that's where I see it the most. Yeah. Generally, that's that's usually what's happening. Yeah. Is that you're trying to downplay? Yeah. Or trying to. Um, deflect yeah. a bit right. on on the idea that white people mm-hmm. are the only ones who right. enslave people. Yes. That's so, generally so, what happens. So why? Why why do we why do people I mean cuz I I feel like I see this a lot. Yes. So why do why are people regularly bringing this up? Well, I mean for for one point, it's true. Mm-hmm. It, so in the history of the world after right. the fall, mm-hmm. if there was a war, the loser either was annihilated, right, or they were enslaved, right. It's just you—you you became uh, basically slaves to the the winner of the war, right. And so this was occurring in Africa. Mm. Tribes were fighting against each other. Countries, nations were fighting against each other. They became slaves. Right. The skin color didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They were black, 
had dark skin fighting against dark skin. You lost the war. Right. You were enslaved. Right. So these Europeans show up. They need some slaves. You sold those slaves to those Europeans. Right. Yeah. The history is accurate there. there that's not really, you can't really dispute that. Right. That's, yeah. that's something that's true. Yes. And it's also true that in America, there were um, black people, former, even former slaves who were able to purchase their freedom or who were either the um, children of slave owners, slave masters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they ended up getting their freedom through their dad or, you know, (laughs) their line, their lineage. Yes, their lineage. And so they inherited slaves or they purchased their own freedom and they were able to buy slaves. And so that's history too. That that history is accurate. Mm-hmm. And so what people are doing is they're bringing up uh, a true part of the history of slavery. Right. And saying, hey, what about this? Right. If you're going to be mad at white people for mm-hmm. enslaving black people, why aren't you mad about right. yes. uh, fellow Africans enslaving one another and African-Americans actually enslaving other African-Americans. And that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of how I see it is the whole like, hey, look, white people are not the only problem here. Yes. You know, and so, I mean, it's, you know, black people are just as racist, you know. Yes. And and this proves that, right? This this historical fact proves that, you know. Yeah. And in one sense, that's true. (laughs) Right. Right. Nobody's arguing that. No. Right. I mean, white people have been racist. So have black people in the past. Right. So have any, any ethnicity that you pick, right. If you're a Christian and you believe in depravity, right. Then you, you, nobody gets, um, nobody gets free from that, you know, or me me and my son, uh, Kenny, 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 the second, Deuce. That he calls Deuce. Yes. We we talk about you you need look at the history of Japan. Mm-hmm. This tiny little island nation. It's something about island nations. <laughs> like England was <laughs> going around ruling the world. Yeah. I you, mean you look at the history of Japan and like that region mm-hmm. and they were doing horrible stuff to people that look like them. Right. And so yeah, depravity, it's no no one escapes it. Mm-hmm. No ethnicity, no nation escapes depravity. Right. White, black, Asian, Hispanic, all these things are mm. all of us. Yeah. We are depraved. And so, yeah. yeah, white people are not the only problem. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we'll talk about there. There are some other factors there, but that is that is something that I think is a reason why people bring it up. What, what right. did you add anything else? Yeah, there? I would say that uh, a lot of times I see it is that it's a rebuttal to the call for reparations. So people yes, will right. say, Hey, you know, black people deserve reparations. And the idea is, well, white people shouldn't have to pay reparations to black people for slavery because they were also black slave owners. Right. So who they need to also pay refer- reparation. Like who's actually paying these reparations. Mm-hmm. And, and what I think that what happens in that case is, it's kind of missing the point of, what most people are saying who needs to pay the reparations right. is yeah. the nation. But again, if, if you're talking about individuals having to pay reparations, mm-hmm. then you do have to ask the question, who are we saying only white people have to pay? <laughs> only right. white people who have benefited from slavery have to pay? Or do we have right. to say that uh, black people yeah. who benefited from it mm-hmm. should also pay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So here's so okay, so there's some reasons why, and we have problems with right. some of those reasons, and we've given a little bit of that, but um the big thing is 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 this valid? I mean, yeah. is this a valid argument? So let's kind of look at I guess part of what we're doing is going back and looking at some of these reasons and saying, is this true? You know, is this how do we think through this? Yeah, so depending on the circumstance of when the question is asked, mm-hmm. I think that anytime you're trying to use it in in a way to deflect, mm. it's probably not a valid reason. But mm. let's just talk about it on its merits. So okay. in, in, in some cases, I would say, yes, it is a valid question that needs to be asked because mm-hmm. there are certain people and, and certain ideologies who try to make white people, all white people racist and mm-hmm. all black people innocent. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there are people who hold these ideas that every white person is racist and every black person is innocent. Mm-hmm. And so in, in those situations, it's good to bring up this this question, because sometimes people are ignorant of the fact that, well, mm-hmm. how how did the Europeans get the slaves from Africa right. to bring them yeah. over to the United States mm-hmm. or ignorant of the fact that there were freed black men mm-hmm. who held fellow black men and women as slaves. Right. And so that it helps them to see the, the idea of depravity yeah. more clearly. So right. I would say in that case, that's good, but it's also a, because what what's happening, and I see this even when when you bring this question up with some black people, is that they adopt this theory of the benevolent black slave owner, mm. and it's that black people were slave owners so that they could um, legally, according to the laws of the time, that made it harder for black people to be free. They had to purchase their own family members so that they could be treated properly. Right, right. But the truth of the matter is, is that black people are motivated by money just like white people are motivated by money, just like any other group of people are motivated by money. Mm -hmm. And so we have to, you know, really be open to the idea, not open to the, but we really just have to accept the truth for what it is and say, yeah, there were, black slave owners. There were black people, there were Africans who captured fellow Africans and and sold them to Europeans. Right. This is this happened. And so if you're denying that, if you if you have people denying that and try to make white white people the devil, right. then I would say that's a good reason to use it. Yeah. What would probably not be a good reason to use it? Well I think the thing that frustrates me is the whole argument seems to be okay. Black people own slaves, whether that was, uh, you know, those that were in Africa or those that were in America. Therefore, that justifies white people owning slaves, right? Or, or you know, it's like, well, it's you know, everybody owns slaves. What's so not? The, I mean, it, it's just a way to kind of ignore the ugly history, or a way to kind of downplay our faults by pointing out other people's faults, or whatever. And I just, that is so frustrating. Yes. Right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, all we're doing is saying, hey, they were sinning too. <laughs> right. You know, they, yeah. they were wrong too, so who cares if we were wrong, you know? And I'm just like, well, 
that that doesn't help, right? I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really move the argument forward. No, I mean, yes, you can point out certain. I mean, we need to be um, historically accurate. I mean, yes. we need to be able to say that it was not only white people in America who ever owned slaves. That's not a true state. You can't say that, right? But you can't say because everybody else throughout the history of the world has owned slaves. Therefore, white people owning slaves in America that you know it's not that big a deal. Yeah. No. Right. I mean. Again, I just think it's important for us to see, and maybe maybe here it's where you start talking about, um, I mean, what you're talking about with depravity is we need to see that everybody's depraved. Yes. I, I think what I'm talking about at this point is we need to see the depth of depravity. Oh, yeah. Right. right. And stop trying to act like it's it's not that big a deal. Yes. You know, I mean, who cares that we were, you know, that the whole... Everybody you know, was doing it. Yeah, I mean, white people were just treating... I mean... Again, I mean, part of the difficulty is that in our country, it, it came a point where white people actually viewed black people as less than human. Yes. Less than a man, right? And I, <laughs> the idea that you're going to somehow act like that's normal or okay, mm-hmm. I guess you could say it's normal because other, I mean, there is their sense that those in power view those who are underneath them as less than human. That's a way to justify the evil too, right? But it's not good, no. right? I mean, that's yeah. just terrible. It is. And and so I, I think that's a reason why this argument is, I mean, I really think we need to move away from it. I, you know, again, we can use it in certain circumstances to see, um, to, to you know, to help accurately understand the history and those types of things. But I, or, or maybe like you said, to for the depraved to see that, yeah, hey, we're all depraved. And yes. This idea that it's just one one ethnicity is depraved, that's not true. Or even this, the the argument one ethnicity is more depraved than the another, right? No, you know, we're all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Right. right? I mean, we're all all in that. But I don't I don't want to use this argument as a way to try to make depravity less evil. Right. You know, or actions less evil. I don't think yeah. that's actually helping. So. Yeah, and and I, and I would say it's also not a valid question in the sense that that there is a there is something to say about scope and magnitude of something. Yeah, and so while there were black slave owners, like slavery and discrimination in the United States were mainly injustices committed by white people against black people. Right. And so to to try to make it seem like there was an there was an equal amount of black slave owners to white slave owners, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> or like black people were like most black people were for slavery, or like to to try to make it seem that way is being disingenuous. Yeah. And, and as an example, so we we know that most. Um, sexual abuse in our nation is men against women. Right. Not saying that women don't ever mm-hmm. uh, sexually assault men or mm-hmm. anything like that. We're not right. saying that at all. But we know right. <laughs> that for the most part, it's men against women. Mm-hmm. And so for for something to pop up, like somebody to be accused of sexual abuse, and then they come back and say, well, women abuse men too. Right. Like that's not we would never yeah we would never mm, you accept know. that argument yeah because yeah. <laughs> we know that's not the case and so well we we know it's the case but it doesn't happen right nearly as often mm-hmm. 
it's a super majority of the time is happening men abusing women. Right. And so we have to be mindful of those of those discrepancies. There there there's a discrepancy there right. between the the scope and the magnitude of things happening. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. All right, so let's so let's ask kind of the big question. How how should followers of Christ respond? If we see this being used or see this happening or if we're thinking about using it or maybe we've used this question in the past, what what would you say to 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 us as far as how how do we respond to this as followers of Christ? So we have we have to be committed to the truth even when it's an uncomfortable truth. Yeah. So for me as a as a black man, it's an uncomfortable truth to know that people who looked like me actually held people who looked like me as slaves. Mm. It's uncomfortable to me to think that Africans were selling their fellow Africans into slavery to to white people. That's right. uncomfortable for me, but yeah. it's the truth. <laughs> and so no yeah. matter how inconvenient, uncomfortable it is for me, I have to hold to that truth. Right. And so we shouldn't try to to minimize that or try to justify that. We shouldn't hold uh, just exclusively to this idea of black people as benevolent slaveholders or right. anything like that. We have to hold to the truth. We are people who claim <laughs> to hold right. to the truth that is only found in, in Jesus. And so why would we di- you know, diverge from seeking truth when it comes to other areas of our lives? Right. And so, I- I mean, and I would add to that, I mean, as a white man, right? Yes. I have to accept the uncomfortable truth, you know, that slavery was mostly perpetrated by white people in the history of our country. Right. I can't, I can't deny that. I can't, and I can't try to find ways to downplay that, you know, and, oh, oh, they did it too. Or they, you know, like I just, we need to own that. Yeah. And I think that's, I just think it's important. Uh, I'm just in agreement like that. We have to. There is an. There's. There is a uh, uncomfortable truth for you know both black folks and white folks around this issue. You yes. Know? And so we we have to be willing to um, to say that yeah we're we accept that you know and and, and this is kind of off the subject a little bit but I feel like like all the pushback to like white the idea of white privilege you know I see that and I'm like I just we need to. Part of it is I feel like it's a denial to accept this uncomfortable truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. That uh, a lot of the wealth that we have and a lot of the freedoms that we enjoy and a lot of the just all, I mean, just all the way down with everything that we kind of put under that huge umbrella of white privilege, like a lot of that is happens because of the history of our country and slavery in America and all the, everything that perpetrated from that point on. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that, um, you know that I'm just this idea that well we're going to point out these these kind of rare things that happened or we're going to point yeah. out this and 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 use that as a way to you know justify um, not believing in white privilege or not believing in certain things. I just feel like man that's just not helpful. No, and, um, we really need to avoid that as believers. And I, I, again, I think as believers we should be better at this than we are. Right. Because we should be able to say, you know what? We're sinners. Yes. We're broken people. Mm-hmm. Humanity is broken. Right. And, I mean, there shouldn't be this idea that we've got to create this history of America that's without sin. Right. Why would we do that as Christians? 
we don't like to feel bad about ourselves or about our forefathers. Which is but we weird should read the me. Bible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's weird to me. <laughs> I don't understand after reading that. the Bible that we would we would be people who are so uncomfortable with with the idea that we are sinners, like yeah. and really horrible. Like <laughs> just, like sin is horrible too. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah. So again, there was a study done recently that most people believe that. Most Christians, evangelicals, believe that people are basically good. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I like, how did you get to I mean, that point? Read the Bible. I, I mean, maybe that's I a huge part of it. Part of it is that we're just not teaching well the Bible's truths about right. our depravity. Or again, it's one of those situations to where our politics are, is affecting our theology. Right. Because what are we constantly hearing? If we're constantly hearing this idea that hey, we're not that bad because everybody's doing it or mm-hmm. we're not that bad because these people are worse than what we are. Right. Then we, we come away with this idea that, hey, most of us are pretty good. Right. And when the Bible says something completely opposite to that. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I we've got we've to be committed to the truth. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, another one that I would add here as far as Christians, I mean, we just need to avoid the what about what about isms. That's yes. hard for me to say. We need to avoid those just as much as we possibly can. Right. If you are in a conversation or you decide to enter into a conversation in social media, which is very questionable whether or not you should do that <laughs> in the first place. Yes. But if you do that, don't respond deal with the issue that's that's being talked about. Yes. Don't try to bring up other issues. Right. Um, I just don't think that's a faithful way to engage. It's just not. And as Christians, we should we should love one another. We should lead with grace. We should give uh, give the other person the benefit of the doubt. I mean, all these things, which unfortunately you just don't see on social media, which no. is why <laughs> we should probably all question whether or not we need to get involved in those arguments. Maybe but, not the most effective use of your time. Yes, but but there is a when we do decide. Okay, I want to have a conversation with somebody about some of these issues. Um, you know, we're we're talking about diversity and fellowship. I want to I want to talk with other people about diversity issues in our country. Um, then you know the idea of constantly throwing in. Well, yeah, but what about this? Or, yeah, but is is just not helpful. Right. I mean, and I think it does come off. You use the term disingenuous. I, I mean, it really does come off as I don't really want to hear what you have to say, or, or especially I don't want to hear it if it makes me have to own up to some of my sins or my history or whatever, yeah. or my ethnicity's history. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I'm just like, that's that's disingenuous. Yes. You're not really here to try to find solutions or try to figure out how to love each other better or or move forward together. You're just here to try to justify what either your own sins or uh, the sins of others who look like you. And, and I just feel like, man, we got to avoid that, you know, just, uh, I think, so that's why I think, you know, the whole whataboutism argument is really, is really poor. Um, yeah. and, and I think we should all say we're, we're guilty of it. I mean, there've been times when I've, I've, uh, done that, you know, like somebody will bring something up and I'm like, yeah, but what about this? And I'm, yes. and I'm like, Hmm, you know, I shouldn't, I should not do that in this case. That's, Deal with the deal with the issue, William. Don't <laughs> yeah. deal with. Don't try to bring in other things to try to muddy the waters. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna say that every time we have one of these episodes. I mean, part of the reason why we're doing these episodes is to try to discourage this type of argument. Yes. Um, and so I think that's important. What what else would you add as far as 
how how we should respond as followers yeah, just, of Christ. Don't try to justify sin with other sin. Amen. Like, God is not that going not to. Work. Like, he's not going to grave on the grade on the curve here. I guess <laughs> it's perfection. It's perfect righteousness. Mm-hmm. Your sin is horrible before a holy God. That's right. And, but the good news is, again, just he sent his one and only son to die for your sin. That's right. Like you can own up to that sin and be forgiven. Right. Slavery, as much as people who even look like me want to make it so, it's just not the unforgivable sin. Right. And I probably received some pushback because I said that. But mm. it's just not. I'm sorry. Right. And the Bible has, I mean, the Bible clearly, mm. I mean, says it's not an unforgivable sin. Right. I mean, you have slaveholders in the Bible who are forgiven. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us to try to minimize that, to try to justify that or say these other people did it, so so right. we're good. Like, no, you don't have to do that. You can understand that you have been forgiven through Jesus's life, death and resurrection on your mm-hmm. behalf. Yeah. Acknowledge that. Hey, that was horrible. Right. And, you know, yeah, what they did was horrible, too. But what yeah. I did was as horrible to a holy God. Yeah. And just keep it moving, man. And and so, you know, one, one book that I like to read in the Bible in regards to this is uh. I don't know, Habakkuk. I say Habakkuk. 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 Some yeah, people say Habakkuk. Yeah, yeah. But he, <laughs> the book starts out, he's complaining before God, like, hey, you're judging us and these horrible people with these horrible people. Right. Like, you're going to send these Babylonians to judge us and right. all the evil they've done? And God's like, yeah, I'm going to do more than that. That's right. I can use whoever I want. <laughs> right. Whoa. I'll use whoever okay. I want. Right. And I'm going to get them too, but. Right. They're going to get you right. because I use whoever I want. All of you are I got, a plan, I got a plan for their judgment. Right. But right now I'm using them as my plan for your judgment. Hey, like, so for you to say that they're more sinful. Yeah. Like God is not concerned with that. He's going to judge all sin. Right. He's going to judge it in Jesus or he's going to judge you for it. And yeah. so like, acknowledge your sin and turn from it and trust in Jesus. Yeah, we see that. You know, when we see the depth of that, that's what we we're talking about, the depth of God's grace, that's or the depth of our depravity, a man's yeah. depravity, that's when we can truly begin to embrace the depth of God's grace. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what makes... Gra- grace is not amazing when we downplay our sin. No. Grace is amazing when we own it and realize it and say, man, this is awful. Right. And yet, the Lord sent His Son to save us, to pay for our sins, to redeem us. I mean, that's the beauty of the gospel. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, we don't want to try to justify sin with our sin, right? That's not... That's not what we want to do. So that uh, it leads to our crazy question for yes. today. We're talking about justifying sin with sin. So what is the our crazy question for today, Pastor Kenny, <laughs> is what is the craziest way that you have tried to justify your sin? So mine generally always deals with revenge of some sort. Yeah. Like, so you wow. know, the Bible talks about vengeance is the Lord's. He's right. going to repay. I, mm. I'm always one of those people who want to help the Lord help out. Help the Lord in that work. Yeah. yeah. Lord, Lord that's, you know, you can, can use you, me to get, is, to get is this Is that your revenge. calling on my life? <laughs> right. <Lord? Yeah. laughs> but yeah, somebody will do something to me and I'm going to take it to a whole nother level. Like mm. I'm not an eye for eye person. I'm like a head mm. for eye person. Mm. I like, I need all of it and a little bit more. So example of this is, I, I believe I was in high school. Yeah, I was in high school because I was playing football. I had my football jersey on. My sister, she's joking with me. 
pours a little water on it. So I'm going to take it to a whole nother level. <laughs> I'm going to get syrup. I'm going to get ketchup, mustard. Oh, I'm going goodness. to pour it all over you. Wow. And so we had this food fight in the, the water, house. Kenny, I had to the wash. water would just dry, man. Come on. Nope. nope. I don't know it's why. It's just going to dry. See, I always have to justify in my mind that what I'm doing is mm, okay yes, because yes. somebody has done something to me, but right. that was not okay <laughs> at mm, all. So Yes. Yeah. What about you, brother? Well, my struggle is as uh, the local captain of the justice police <laughs> in my home and in in my mind, yes. um, in the world that I live in that can't is not, let not, not the real world. I can't. Yeah, I can't let. And so if I get angry over some kind of situation, you know, if I get angry because I see somebody doing something and I can convince myself that, you know, what this is an injustice or this is this is wrong or this is whatever. I mean, I can justify that anger and act like it's, you know, and, and granted, we do acknowledge that there is righteous indignation. Yes. But we also need to acknowledge that William is not normally practicing that. <laughs> that needs to be acknowledged on yes. the podcast. Right. So. Uh, but man, when I'm in, I can justify, I can justify my anger. Yes. I need somebody to demote me. I need to get off of the justice police force. Right. That needs, I do not need to be on that. Is that, um, any, is that an internal affairs in this? Yes, story? that's what I need. <laughs> that's what I need. Somebody to come and somebody investigate come and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you have been you demoted. You should have overlooked that offense, brother. Or kicking you out. <laughs> this is no more captain for you. So no more chief of... Give me your the weapon and your badge. Police. I do like that. Chief yes. of the Justice Police. <laughs> right. That is, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully that's been uh, encouraging to you today, uh, our discussion. And, uh, man, we look forward to talking with you guys next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.